Welcome to Bearded Clansmen of the Vale, where two bearded guys talk about Game of Thrones, the card game. Welcome back, everybody, to the Bearded Clansmen of the Vale, a podcast about the Game of Thrones LCG. This is Kyle, son of Kyle here. And this is Dom, Shaggy Dom. And today we're going to talk about the new and improved, air quotes, uh, restricted list. So uh, <laughs> the restricted list is uh, kind of scary for some people at that time of year, I guess, because it's about to tell you what you can't do anymore. <laughs> it's lame. You, yeah, Dom is not a fan of of uh, <laughs> the control implemented by the restricted list. I guess, right? <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's necessary okay. at times. But yeah, for those of you who are not sure, or maybe just tuned into this and thought you were listening to something else, uh, this, the restricted list is basically a set of cards that you can only pick one copy or one card from that list to be in your deck at as many copies that are legal to play. Um, it's basically... Yes. Uh, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. It's basically just a way to keep car, car, combo cards and powerful cards from being played together, as far as I understand it. Yes, and it also keeps uh, people from flipping tables. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, that's fair. So our most recent <laughs> update to the uh, restricted list was October second ish the article came out and then the eighth is officially when the the cards are no longer allowed to be played together right um yes and and i just want to say um this is for i believe tournament play so yeah specifically joust is what we're going to be talking about yeah specifically joust but then also you know these cards you cannot put together in a tournament so if you're just playing casually you can do what you want that's a good point. Like I think uh, a lot of these restricted lists and, and APD, like most wanted lists that are Netrunner and stuff like that, in errata especially, are things that make it a barrier to entry for new players. So if you're a new player, just don't worry about it. People will tell you if you're doing something wrong. They won't like a good a good player won't like get it all up in your crap, you know. Oh yes, they will. Well, they better not. That's bad community. <laughs> Uh, it is bad. <laughs> anyway, so the cards we got on the restricted list um, are... They're all cards that have, you know, as per the article said, they're all cards that aren't necessarily part of combos as much as they are just really, really powerful cards to begin with. And the first and foremost, the card that we see in the top of the article is Flea Bottom, right? So Flea Bottom yes. is now on the restricted list, and <laughs> I think it's probably fair finally <laughs> just be i mean it's such a good card it, it goes in anything it costs one it's it's like there's like no downside you know well i'm sorry there's cost but there's not like a huge downside to it you know no i mean there's so many different combos you can use on this card mm -hmm. like and you know the funny thing was um at nationals george was there the mm -hmm. guy who designed the card <laughs> oh greg atkinson yeah, yeah, and he even he thought the card was broken, so... Um, <laughs> which was funny, because I had him sign my card, and he did. He put BAC, which stands for Broken Ass Card. <laughs> so, that says anything. It means it should be on the restricted list. Yeah, and, like, I mean, I guess the way I see Flea Bottom is that it, it just makes it so... Um, it just gives you such good card advantage, so, like, it only make it makes decks that normally should have the drawback of not being able to like play a card again able to play it 
and it's not for any card, right? It's only two costs or three costs or lower, but you know, sometimes stuff's supposed to stay in the in the discard pile. Okay. So one good thing about Flea Bottom is when it first came out, it kind of, in my opinion, it opened up the door to look at those um, lower cost characters. Um, some of them that you would kind of overlook um, just because of the cost and maybe you thought the ability wasn't that great. Um, but with that being said, you know, Flea Bottom kind of opened that up. At least for me, it did. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like I, the the thing that I, whenever I think of Flea Bottom, the thing that comes to my head is, um, it, what is it's like um, what is his name? Why can't I remember his name right now? Uh, it's some um, Viserion, Viserion, right? Yes. Viserion or or very sorry, very Targaryen. When he leaves uh, play, you choose an attachment and discard it, right? So like, you can get double the Viserion attachment kill just from Flea Bottom, right? You like. Uh, yeah. You sack him. You sack him for something, or do something that makes him you put him in your discard pile. You can't do military claim. That's, I guess, the one downside there. Uh, but you you do that, then you flip him out again, and then he'll remove another attachment at the end of the phase. And it's like, and then he just gets so much power just being in your discard pile too. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know. Maybe he gets there from some other effect, and like you just throw him in and throw him back out again, and it just is like, wow, that's that's a lot of attachment control that you that you know other factions just don't have access to because it's just they don't right they don't have like that easy sure. kind of like flip back and forth sure mm -hmm. or like wildling scout like that's wildling scout crazy veteran builder for night's watch yep veteran uh, builder that's the that's the one that lets you choose and stand a location yeah oh my yeah. gosh with the wall holy crap well i mean there's so many different targets like like Shadow City Bastard, the Martell um, two costs. That's to sacrifice them and choose a character five costs or lower. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the phase, they lose all icons. And so you just double down, and they only have one icon left. That yeah, that's true. No, they lose all icons. Oh no, you're right. You're right. So you, well, you double down on two characters then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean. Or think about yeah. like the. Go ahead, sir. I was just gonna say, and it's a non-unique card, so, you know. You can get two of them out at a time, you know, or whatever. You're you're shutting down people. Yeah. Their icons. And like, I mean, think about things like trait trait based decks, right? Like, like just Relore. Like, if you mm -hmm. if you played a Relore card from the discard pile, like you're you're getting that Neil effect again from Miss Andra or uh, Miss uh yeah, Miss Andra Melisandre. There we go. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. There's just I'm I just go I just Thrones DB. You know everything lower than three costs, and there's 214 cards in the game that can hit it. You know. Well, I think the most like popular one, and probably the better ones, in my opinion, is the Second Sons. Yep. Um, with with Targaryen, just because of the text, like you sacrifice them to your discard pile before Flea Bottom triggers their um, effect of you know putting them back in your deck. Yeah, and I mean that one. That one's gross. The Second Sons is specifically really gross because you're getting so much for so little there. You're getting a, mm -hmm. a six-cost Bicon for one gold, and mm -hmm. then he just goes back to the discard pile. Or goes, goes yeah, goes back to your well, deck, yeah, after. Well, not even that, but like Targaryen, they're kind of known now for discarding cards, so you can, you know, that's just a card you can discard to, you know, say, use Queensguard or... 
uh, Plaza of Pride, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, that's the whole point of that Red Door deck, or there's, like, things around that Red Door deck where you're, like, you mm -hmm. play either uh, Marine or the other one that lets you discard a card to get a bunch of money, and then... Mm -hmm. you basically just get to do whatever you want, right? <laughs> I mean, a Mirene yeah. is good, too, because you usually get all the cards, and they all get discarded, right, at the end of the turn with Marine? Yeah, yeah. you uh, you draw three cards and put the your hand underneath mm -hmm. Marine, and then you lose them at the end of the phase. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and I mean, even look, look, even if you, like, flashback someone like, like Hoster Tully... With I'm saying flashback, but you you uh, mm -hmm. flea bottom back in Hoster Tully for like a challenge, right? You like swing mm -hmm. in with everybody and then pull Hoster out, like it like bef like as you're doing it, and that can totally change the boar state, right? Like you you pull him back in and then he's part of that attack, and your opponent was like, well, I thought I got rid of him, but I guess he's here again, and unless I kill him, yeah. he's you know back in the deck, so I can't hit him with anything else. I don't know. There's just some really cool stuff you can do. Yeah, definitely. Um... And especially if you can get a character that has a well, even like um, uh, Wineman, you know, you could sacrifice a character to stand him and mm -hmm. draw a card. You know, you can flea bottom someone in, react their reaction, and then sacrifice them again, and then you know, with Wineman, just so you can flea bottom in the next round. Yeah, and just keep recurring that um, that reaction. Yeah. I'm I'm just looking through them and I keep seeing ones like High Tower Emissary Emissary of the High Tower, like and when it enters play, choose an event in your discard pile and you can play it. It's like Alina's Affornment. Yeah. Bran. Um, Even pu pulling back in the dragons for Dracarius, like yeah, that could be nuts. Can. Yeah, so. you can. Uh, um, another one would be uh, Summer. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that would be brutal. <clears throat> but yeah, so lots of the reasons why it probably should be. Well, none of the reasons we've talked about, but lots of reasons it has good targets, right? And those oh, cards yeah. in play with a bunch of other cards on this list can make things really, really crazy. Uh, the, the other one that they have on there is that they actually have two plots on here, which is kind of interesting. Because uh, they had, um, I think they had one or two plots last time. Oh, no, they had Annals and Wheels within Wheels. So they had two plots last time, too. But um, I meant an agenda in a plot is what I meant to say. Because the Wars to Come is yeah. now on the restricted list. Yeah. Which I I don't understand that one, but I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it's for good reason. I I guess I think basically what in my head um, is exactly what the article says. There's not a ton to talk about like that, but basically it's just that it it lets it doesn't have a huge drawback. No, and I think I don't know. Maybe they were trying to you know slow that down with. Uh, you know, pairing it up with another card like, uh, like your flea bottom, or, mm -hmm. or, I mean, honestly, I just don't, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe to cut down the amount of plots you can have in your, um, your plot deck. So, like, you know, yeah, totally. Spaces that you would have, like, say, you would throw in breaking ties or, you know, whatever. Because um, I know that one was added to the to the list. Yeah. And the old the old ones we had too, like the old restricted list plots were Wheels Within Wheels, mm -hmm. Little Fingers Meddling, in Castles of Anal Black. So like those all yeah. can't be played with Wars to Come either, which I think mm -hmm. is cool, but I don't know, like I guess the one they're really trying to stop was breaking ties in Wars to Come, but there's plot limit one anyway, so 
maybe it was like the wars the breaking ties with a bunch of other stuff that you can put in because of wars to come yeah i mean honestly i'd rather see just breaking ties in this than the wars to come but that's just my opinion yeah, speaking of breaking ties, which we should... I mean, at worst to come being an agenda on here, I, I'm interested to see how that actually changes anything. I mean, they assume they think it's going to change the variety of deck archetypes at the highest level, but, I mean, you can still play Wars to Come. You just have to play it with different plots now and not Flea Bottom or not in Tyrell, basically. I mean, look at how many Tyrell cards there are in the restricted list right now. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Well, maybe maybe they, they restricted it just because, I mean, everyone was just playing that agenda. So maybe they just threw it in there just to kind of keep the game from going one direction so there's more variance. Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly what they wrote in the article, was that they wanted to make other agendas more appealing, and if that works, mm -hmm. then go for it, because I'm fine with that. I like or kind of playing weird stuff anyway, so, like, I mean, that was never, like, appealing to me, because I was never mm -hmm. playing, like, that crazy, like, efficiency. <laughs> I just like to play what's fun, but, yeah, I mean, I totally sure. will put it in a spot where it's harder to use. That's just funny because I didn't read the article, so I'm glad that I'm on the same lines with Fantasy Flight. Yeah, with, uh, right. <laughs> this will be the game. Is I won't tell you what they wrote in the article, and then you can just tell me why you think it's off, and then, then it's if you get it, you get five points. If not, you get minus five yeah, points. Yeah. <laughs> you're two for you're, you're ten player. points right now. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing good so far. Uh, but the other one, okay. speaking of uh, you know breaking ties with high meta players, breaking ties is actually on the. Um, the restricted list as we've been saying for like the last few minutes uh it should have been on the restricted list as soon as they came out yeah i didn't really realize how bad this card was until i started like reading and like looking at stuff of like for to do this podcast because like breaking ties is one of those ones that like a casual player like myself is like oh that seems okay i guess but i'm playing like my my loyal characters are my cool ones i don't want to sacrifice those blah 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 right but yeah. When you start to play like super efficiency, there's lots of really cheap loyal characters, and there's lots of really cheap loyal characters you can pull back with Flea Bottom. <laughs> exactly. So, I I totally get why these are these two Flea Bottom and Breaking Ties are at least together because holy monkeys, that is crazy because it's twice per round, twice per per round, right? Yeah, let me see. Twice per yeah, limit twice per round, and so yeah. I mean you can do it twice in the challenge phase and just have a way better board state than your opponent you know mm -hmm. so definitely but I, I think without yeah. flea bottom there it becomes something that's a little bit less like intense like where you actually have to play towards it instead of just like oh I got flea bottom out it doesn't really matter what I play or it doesn't really mm -hmm. matter like what I'm doing for breaking ties because all I need to have is one gold and I can you know pop a bunch of your guys back yeah exactly so um yeah once this card first came out um in the sands of dorn box um, I, I I knew that it was going to be a good card. And so it doesn't surprise me that it's already on the list. Well, you get your 15 now because basically that's like as soon as that came out, that's like they're like it's just a metagame force. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's just crazy. It's interesting because the, the Breaking Ties Flea Bottom is very similar. Like the reasons why those are on here are very similar to the reasons why Mace Tyrell and Hightower on here in terms of <laughs> they designed them to work together but they didn't think they were going to work together so well <laughs> you know oh, and gosh. so we'll talk about those two in a sec so but <laughs> yeah yeah. and so <laughs> I guess bad. the other part about breaking ties is I'm trying to look at the rest of the restricted list right now and I don't know I don't see anything well, that's crazy there 
Uh, no, not really. No. I mean, but it's probably. I I think it's it's long term good. In the long run, it's going to be good to have Breaking Ties and Fleet Bottom together on the restricted oh. list. Oh yeah, for sure. I've for just sure. been hearing Flea Bottom is a problem since for like five months now. Yeah, I I would say people have been complaining about it, but in the same token, at least for me, I know it can be frustrating, but like I always try to find you know ways to counter that card if there's a card that's you know just wrecking me, you know, try to think of ways to, okay, how can I counter it? Okay, well, Nightmares will be one. Um, if you're playing Greyjoy, you know, we do not sew. Um, that new Jade Sea warship, yep. you know, you can discard. You know, there's there's cards out there to combat against Flea Bottom. It's just you gotta figure out ways to do it. But and... then I have to take cards I like out and put in cards that, that combat the meta. Well, that's just how life is. It's not fair. <laughs> life isn't fair. Get used to it. Exactly. Fair enough. All right. So let's so, move on to Mace. Do you have any other last comments? I'm sorry. I'll stop interrupting you. No, no. You're good. good. I, I want to get on to this Mace one. Because I won't stop interrupting you. So. Uh, no, you're good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So once again, we have a, what we had four Tyrell cards before. All, all men are fools. <laughs> six maidens in a pool. The uh, to the rose banner and uh, the minstrel, right? The high garden minstrel, and you know yes. because because Tyrell is too powerful, and you know like Jesse and all these people keep coming up with crazy decks to <laughs> use Tyrell really scarily. Um, I know. Stop it. <laughs> uh, we see more Tyrell on the restricted list, and so I when we were at regionals, I was hearing about Mace and how broken Mace is, uh, and High Tower with Mace is just kind of gross. So Mace Tyrell and Hightower are both on the restricted list, and Mace is the one that's like after a character you control, uh, a Tyrell character enters play, pay a gold, have him gain a power, and nail your faction card to remove another Tyrell character car you control from the game until the beginning of the next phase. So, like, he basically gives himself, like, two power if you do, if you play a character use his ability, and then pay play another gold, he'll have two power in that phase, right? For doing nothing, he just stands there, like a big idiot, drinking wine. Yeah, that seems pretty legit. And then High Tower <laughs> gives you yeah. exactly what you need to give him two power every turn, <laughs> and it's per. Yes. So I'm sorry, it's not two power per turn. It's per phase. So like, yeah. you can do it like a bunch of times a turn, and it's super degenerate. Oh yeah. Just and not even not even with high tower, but with just mace on the board, it's pretty degenerate. Anytime you can, you know, draw a card and gain a gold, you know, that's just insane. Even if you don't have mace, just high tower on its own is is worth it in my opinion. Oh yeah, I mean, you have high tower and you play mace and then the game's over. And you've, yeah. you the chain begins. Yeah, I've actually won a lot of games with that combo, so it doesn't surprise me it's on the restricted list, and I'm okay with it, you know? It's, like, not going to upset me or anything. Yeah, so you're, like, you're like 20 for 20 today, because that's the same... A lot of the things you're saying are the same things they're saying, you know? It's just hard to interact with. It's exceptionally strong, you know? You can't... You can't... The, the main problem with the mace thing is that you can't do anything about it. Like, you have to have, like, targeted kill... 
but they have so much money they can just play their like a bunch of bombs and keep the board state you know yeah i mean the main i I mean there's ways like i said to counter it you know one way would be you know do everything you can to kill him um or be you know you can nightmares him you know I'm that's a, true i'm a firm i'm a firm believer of nightmares you know the oh, more nightmares I, has been good since it came out like yeah they better so not solid. put that on restricted list. <laughs> that's they can't put an answer like that on the restricted list like no. in no world will if well i won't i i it'll probably be a long time in the game if they ever come up with something that makes nightmares be on the restricted list <laughs> it's like um, two months later with like you know like city cards out apparently nightmares is on the restricted list now that's what's going to happen because i said it prediction right here yeah and and like i said with high tower you know it's the same thing with the uh, flea bottom you know just location control you know political disaster nightmares you know anytime you can you know dump a a location if you're especially if you're Greyjoy, they're known for that. Yeah, that's um, true. But so even I getting mean, rid of Hightower doesn't stop Mace from being good. Like that's like so you have to get rid of you really have to deal with Mace, right? Yeah, but then if you think about it, I mean, say your plot has five gold, you know, and you're able to, you know, put out a three cost character, now you gotta pay another gold to give him a power which then leaves you with just one gold left mm-hmm. you know what if what if there's another card that you want to play so it's it's not totally um he's not totally broken he's broken with Hightower I will say that yes but by himself I don't think he is I think it's just the thing that I don't like him by himself is that he's he like he he just has a lot of things around him, especially in Tyrell, that mm-hmm. make him very hard to interact with even on his own. He's a lord, so he can bodyguard. You know, he the Tyrell can draw, so you have a higher chance of hitting those those dupes. I mean, you could also just like hold one in hand and like Ghost of Heron Hall or like close call him back to your mm-hmm. deck. It's just like there's enough recursion in Tyrell and just neutral itself that like even dealing with him once is not that much and if you and i guess you lose the power on him which sucks but he's still if you're just gaining power normally he still is just like that kind of tick-tock tick-tock thing you know yeah definitely and especially since there's things in tyrell that care about entering play and so you like flip you flash it this is called flash and magic but you flash Mm -hmm. him out and then you you like do the you you do something and it's like it's the one target we just talked about with flea bottom right like flea bottom is good with that two cost dude what is the guy's name it was like the emissary of high tower you you play him you you flash him out with the emissary of fly tower you flash emissary out with mace's ability and then you get to play another event from your discard pile and it's mm-hmm. like oh man this isn't just good because it's getting him power it's good because i'm getting extra effects right <laughs> Well, not only that, but like say, you know, Elena's informant, you know, you bounce her in, you're drawing a card, gaining a gold, give Mace a power, and you get to do another challenge of your type. Yeah, I mean, the and he, since he's loyal, but that doesn't mean that you can't have him interacting with non-loyal stuff from other factions, too. I guess he can only flash out Tyrell, though, so never mind. That's good. Good control, Fantasy Flight. So, here's... Here's my question, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer to it, but I'll just ask it. So, Mace is on the restricted. 
Does that include the new mace as well? Or is it just that mace because it just shows that one? Uh, I think if you look in the FAQ, the restricted list is set specific. So it's only restricting the House of Thorns mace, not all maces. It's not okay. by title. It's it's the exact card. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll just try that new mace out then. <laughs> what does the new mace do? It's like he gives you, I think, plus one gold, but then once he kneels, you draw the top two cards and you discard one, I think. Oh, cool. Let me see. Let me pull it up. Here. What set is he in? He is... Someone always tells chapter pack. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And plus one reaction after he has knelt, draw two cards, then choose a card in your hand and place it. Oh, place it on top of your deck. Even better. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's and not he's bad. Six cause. Mm -hmm. Six cause. The other mace looks like he's having a better time though. That's true. And he has a different colored hair, so I guess like you know. Growing older makes your hair darker. Well, the new one, he looks like a ginger, so. <laughs> this was a, like one of those things. It's like, I wonder if when you're drawing like for a card, if like the artists look at the other cards of that artist, like of that other artist's renditions of that character. Mm -hmm. You know, because like every Tyrion card looks a little different, but a lot of the series mm -hmm. look the same. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And now we're off the beaten know. path. This is no longer restricted list. This is art. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and so we were going to talk about, I guess we can go over kind of the older, other stuff that's already on there. We did talk about the plots on the restricted list as a whole. We talked about the yes. plots, which is Annals of Castle Black, Wheels Within Wheels, and um, Littlefinger's Meddling. And I think that was purely for, um, to stop combo wombo stuff and to stop um, like the, the Hyper Viper crap. Well, that and like... You the know, you Reigns of Castamere stuff. Reigns of Castamere, um, you know, like with Targaryen, Martell, you know, a, a house that would normally have really good events, you know, that you would want to put in your deck. Yeah. And then we had a lot of the event, yeah, like you said, the Tyrell events, and with, so basically they, the last, the whole restricted list last time was just to get, to stop combo decks from playing a too many events in one turn because it was like mm -hmm. draw your whole deck make viper like 50 power and win right no i'm sorry not 50 yeah. make him like 108 no. power and win no he was like 150 strength <laughs> 7 million power and win yeah but anyway it's the whole idea was to stop hyper viper and i never that was funny because the whole the whole problem with hyper viper was it was comboy and it was a little fragile but not very fragile and I heard about that Circe deck where Circe just does a bunch of crap, kind of like Hyper Viper, but it's not as fast. And nobody cared mm -hmm. about that crap at all. Nobody cared. That's because it's, it's Circe. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's all the time we have for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed our talk about the restricted list. You know, we'll kind of go over these as they come out because it's fun to talk about. Exactly. And hopefully it was useful. Yeah. We hope if so. It's not entertaining. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like, comment, subscribe, you know, let us know what you think. Uh, we've already liked the feedback we're getting from some of the podcasts, so we appreciate anything you guys have to say. Yes, thank you, guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you, guys. 
Thank you for tuning in to Bearded Clansmen of the Vale, a Game of Thrones LCG podcast. Come back next time where we talk more about a Game of Thrones the card game.